Welcome back. Our topic for today is the use of Tylenol during pregnancy. I'm Denise. I'm Katie. I've been pregnant with Katie for over 20 years. I cannot believe it's been 20 years. This is 88 Chat. Where we talk about a really random brand. Advisory, disclaimer, this is just our opinion. Please don't take it. But don't send hate to anybody. We want to love everybody. I'm just going to start off on my soapbox because I have a lot to say about this one. The Yale Daily News released an article whose headline declared, Yale researchers warn against use of Tylenol by pregnant women. A USA Today article says researchers are warning that taking Tylenol during pregnancy might have adverse effects on fetal development. It says, I quote, The evidence supports that we have reason to be concerned, the paper's author, Ann Bauer, told USA Today. Bauer is a researcher at the University of Massachusetts Lowell Center for Autism Research and Education. The Yale Daily News article continues, In a consensus statement, the 13-member research team called for greater precaution against taking acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, when pregnant, and to forego using the pain reliever unless its use is medically necessary. It goes on to say, quote, Only about one-third of uses during pregnancy are for urgent needs such as fever or severe pain, Bauer said, end quote. The USA Today article points out it's partly because other pain relief medications are contraindicated during pregnancy, leaving few options. I will give them credit for pointing this out, but let's be clear here. It isn't few options. It is the only option you are given. If you have pain at any point in your entire pregnancy, the only thing a doctor will recommend to you is Tylenol. So now for them to say, oh no, you can't have Tylenol either. What are you left to do? In addition, the statement included support from 91 researchers, clinicians, and public health experts across the world. To quote the Daily News again, they said, the statement cited papers that suggested the use of acetaminophen during pregnancy had 26 identified positive associations with neurodevelopmental outcomes, primarily attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, but also including autism spectrum disorder, language delays, and decreased IQ. Here's the thing. As someone who has been pregnant, and has had to take Tylenol, I can tell you right now that there is a huge problem with this recommendation. Scientists, I get that they're wanting to keep babies healthy and safe. That, that's a great thing. But pregnant people are excluded from that conversation. Every single thing in the conversation is the baby, the baby, the baby. Yes, I get it. Everybody wants to take care of the babies, but what about the mother? It's, it's 10 months, 10 months you are pregnant and you're expected to just be in pain the whole time? Yes, even not being pregnant, Tylenol shouldn't be taken as a long-form pain measurement. It's good to take it in moderation and 
and lot, I'm, I'm pretty sure the doctors are recommending this. I don't think they say, they're say they saying don't take it at all. I think it's more or less take it in moderation. In my experience, being pregnant quite a few years ago now, they're, we're pretty responsible about, about recommending to take it in moderation as it is. So to put it in all of these news articles and make it a highlight and and have doctors be pressuring women even more it implies that they shouldn't take it at all even though they may not be saying that i need to read more about the study i'm a little bit skeptical unless it's peer-reviewed don't trust nothing and also things can be proven false as we've seen with the whole um autism and shot thing that was proven false through other scientists so i'm a little skeptical i want to know what the dosages upon their study, how much Tylenol was taken throughout the pregnancy, there's been a possible link, not actual link yet, possible link. But I'm not saying at what type of dosage did that happen because many doctors are recommending Tylenol because they believe that is safe. This Bauer is quoted as saying, we don't want to try and scare anybody and that they want women to be able to make informed decisions. But then the research team says that they want more education for doctors so that those doctors will, quote, direct pregnant patients to steer clear of acetaminophen if possible, in the same way that they advise avoiding alcohol, caffeine, and mercury during pregnancy. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but when I hear that they want doctors to direct patients to steer clear, those sure sound a lot like I'm being told not to take it at all. That's the attitude we see all over the place in the U.S. regarding pregnancy. Pregnant people are shamed for having even a single cup of coffee or caffeinated soda, and alcohol is an obvious never for most people. For those people who may have never had need to know about why pregnant people should avoid mercury, I will summarize from some information from WebMD. Nearly all fish and shellfish contain traces of mercury. It is advised that pregnant people avoid eating any mackerel, marlin, orange roughy, shark, swordfish, tilefish, ahi tuna, or big-eye tuna because they all contain high amounts of mercury. For any other fish or shellfish which may contain low amounts of mercury, pregnant people are recommended to have a maximum of six ounces per week. That is one serving per week. So as a pregnant person, you are being told no alcohol, no smoking, no caffeine, no ibuprofen, no sushi, no deli meat, no soft serve ice cream, nearly no fish. Do all of those things have good reasons? Yes, absolutely. But what I want to point out is that it becomes basically a Ten Commandments of pregnancy. It isn't an educated discussion that pregnant people are having with their doctors. So when this is being talked about as something that they want doctors to direct pregnant patients to steer clear of in the same way, I am not hearing a scenario where primary doctors are going to be having educated discussions with patients. I'm hearing that I'm going to be told no and guilt-tripped into all of the reasons why it's bad. That's just not fair to be put in a position where your doctor is telling you, oh yeah, well, I know you say you're in pain, but instead of them coming from a compassionate place of, of helping their patient make a responsible and informed decision, the, the power dynamic is unequal in that situation. I'm very assertive in my way, saying, no, no, 
when it comes to dealing with a pregnancy, a lot of times parents, they're really scared. They're, they're not in a place of standing up for themselves. So if your doctor is pressuring you and telling you not to take something, you listen. And, and a lot of times people will go to that extreme of almost martyrdom for the sake of, of that unborn child. And I agree with you that people want to shove pregnant women into a box. I get why people are non-confrontational. That sucks. That sucks in time. You have to become confrontational. People are pregnant every day. There is no excuse. And then going to the ADHD thing and the um, and the autism thing, most people don't know their, their children's autistic until a little bit later. And even then, if there's a spectrum, I have a friend that is autistic and is on that spectrum. She's awesome. She's great. She's the most wonderful person. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. And it's not a scary thing for a child to have these mental health diseases. It does link to our societal attitudes about all forms of brain health, mental health, developmental disabilities, all those brain-related things. People treat it like something that, oh, well, you just need to toughen up. Part of it is that because we have those attitudes, there's not enough care and attention put towards people getting correct diagnosis or correct medical care. And so we treat it like it's a personal failing of that individual. And that's where a lot of the ableism kind of comes in is that it you know, stigmatizes those things and makes it sound bad when it's not. Yes, there are cases that are really, really challenging. And I don't want to minimize that for people who have a really tough time. It's very ableist to say that it's absolutely crucial that our children don't get autism and don't get ADHD and don't get any of these things. People with autism and ADHD and other developmental disabilities are still valid members of society and we shouldn't be treating it like something that we absolutely have to eradicate by cutting out everything possible, like the tiniest amount of Tylenol. Anything medical should be a conversation between patient and doctor. If you want to see our link upon how our, our opinions are on healthcare, link below. Instead of chasing the cause, we should just be helping the person. Going back to pregnancy, my thought process is this. Um, so I'm giving, I'm giving doctors the benefit of the doubt here just because I think there is a lot you have to take in. Pregnant women have a lot of doctor's appointments. They do just to have a safe uh, birth. I can understand the doctor's perspective because there's so much information and a lot of it has to be verified. There's so many things that can go wrong with a pregnancy. I mean, we've seen so many people, women have to be on bed rest. We have women who have to go into labor early. Um, We have women who miscarry um, halfway through their pregnancy, there's just a lot of things that, that can go wrong. But I also would proceed with caution and tell people, always do your research. What, what we read in articles are, isn't cor- not always correct. And ha- half the time they don't make that correction 
when it's proven falsely because it never gets printed when they're wrong. I think more research is needed. I personally did experience at least one occasion of being treated like a living incubator. And I know that many other pregnant people have experienced that too. If you have any kind of medical problem that is unpregnancy related while you're pregnant, all medical professionals look at you like they don't know what to do with you. They very much have this attitude that when you're pregnant, the only thing that is of any concern is the child at all times. Like you don't exist, which is very demoralizing and dehumanizing. And so the idea to me of adding another layer of saying, oh, by the way, you also get nothing for your pain is just unfathomable. It's just so not okay. My final thoughts are, if you are a pregnant person, you need to advocate for yourself. I know it's hard as someone who struggles with anxiety and had to go through that exact experience. It is tough. If you need care and you don't think you're getting it, speak up. If you aren't sure about what a doctor is telling you, it's okay to get a second opinion. And remember, they can only judge based on the information they have. Make your feelings heard. Doctors and nurses are not mind readers. You have to tell them what is going on. Now, bark. Now, bark.